And uh, I think what God kind of interrupted me, I, I heard this, you know, thought in my head that said, well, that's fine, Chip, but if you did meet that woman that was the perfect one, what would she be like? Hi, my name is Connie, and I'm your host on God Speak, where we talk about supernatural God stories from everyday people. Would you be able to just tell us, for those that haven't read the book, what's the book all about? Sure. Um, the title is Your Beautiful Exchange, and it's about the beautiful exchanges that I made with Jesus through the worst time of my life. Um, I, in a three-year period, um, I found out that my first husband had a sexual addiction. He had been unfaithful and had been with prostitutes during our marriage. And I uh, separated from him to get my bearings kind of figure out what was going on with our marriage. And I had three children under three at the time. So I moved to Indiana uh, and lived with my brother in his basement. And I um, was, was living there when the second traumatic experience happened, which was driving to visit my grandparents and uh, a truck uh, crossed over the center line and hit us head on, which crushed me into four inches of space and um, broke my arms and legs and then wow. took the life of my youngest daughter, Avery. Yeah. And I had to learn how to walk again and how to recover from emotional pain, physical pain, um, a lot of trauma. And throughout this experience, I just really cried out to God in desperation and he, showed me he put me back together literally in every way um he gave me supernatural experiences with him he taught me what the truth was about some things in my life um he taught me how to be an overcomer he taught me how to um declare scripture and that his promises are yes and amen and he just taught me so many things including how to uh become the woman that a Boaz with me because he revealed to me and I'd love to share that story later yeah. um, how he has uh, ha always had my best best interest in mind and he had a Boaz picked out for me and um, he taught me how to trust him how to have faith and then meet uh, my husband Chip and I um, married Chip and moved to California and Cal and Chip had three children of his own and we blended well then god started kind of prompting me i want you to share your story now and and uh i used to uh share it in small groups and but he said i really want you to write a book now and use your voice and so in 2020 when my last uh child left the home um he started kind of prompting me a little bit more and so i uh, just dedicated this the story to him and how he helped me to walk through some really traumatic things and um, just find the joy in it. Wow, wow, yes, and definitely, like as my mentor says, you can reach more people with with one book than you know anything else, and that's the power of writing a book. And I just love um, how your story is a story of redemption, like you said, and even, you know, navigating towards blended families. And so um, 
I I have like a similar situation wherein my first husband passed away, and then my husband, second husband, now Anthony, and we're also blended family. And so your story of redemption really resonates with me. So can you just tell us about more about you know your revelation about God speaking to you about Boaz? Sure. Yes. Um, so when I moved in with my brother um, in Indiana in his basement, it was just this little cocoon safe place for me to just really um, uh, focus on my three little children and get some help every night of the week with um, with support groups because I would go to the different things that I had been through through this process. God had um, brought up how I had been also sexually abused in my childhood, starting at five years old, I just kind of had kind of stuffed that down. And so that had a lot to do with the things that were currently happening with me. They were starting to surface. And so that was a part of me that I really needed to surrender. God was um, just wooing me to say, hey, I, I want you to experience love, like real love, like I had always intended for you to experience. And he um, he wanted to share things with me and I wanted to be um, vulnerable with him and learn everything that he had for me. So I, I, um, I had heard about fasting and this was 20 years ago. So, um, and I heard about fasting and how powerful it is and how when you um, dedicate something to God that he wants to give you uh, something so much more of him. And I said, I'm going to fast. I'm going to start in the morning, Lord. And you know how hard this is for me to give up food, but uh, I I want to have everything that you have for me. And so tomorrow morning I'm starting and I woke up the next morning and I got up out of bed to go to the bathroom and I felt this heavy weight upon me and it just kind of pushed me down. And I didn't know at the time, but that was just the weight of the glory of the Lord, his presence. Mm -hmm. And it kind of pushed me down and I heard read the book of Ruth and it was sort of an urgent, um, it was a word of knowledge and it was, he was waiting for me to be obedient. And I walked over or I kind of crawled over to the couch and I picked up Ruth and I had not really read it like this before, but it was only four chapters. So it's so short, yet the words just kept coming alive as I read this um, story. And he had me put uh, my play, myself in place of Ruth um, to see how she had lost her hometown. She had lost her husband. She had lost everything familiar because when I had found out about my first husband, I was a teacher and I was established in our um, Central Florida home, but I, I left all of that to um, separate. And, and then when I got to the part where he started talking about Kinsman Redeemer in the, the mm -hmm. book of Ruth, um, God revealed to me, you will have a Kinsman Redeemer. You will have a Boaz. And so I just started talking with him about what that meant. And, and I said, when God, when will I have this Boaz? And there was this number 34 that was kind of branded into my heart. I just saw 34. Well, I was 32 years old at the time. 
And so I said, will I meet him when I'm 34? And he said, you'll know who you're going to marry at 34. And then he just gave me all of these uh, revelations. Like he's a man who has been through the same things that you have. Um, he is slightly older, a man of integrity, of wisdom, of honor. He has a, a wonderful reputation. And just like the parallels with... Um, with the book of Ruth, with Ruth, with Boaz. And I just remember being so full of joy. I just uh, ran up the steps um, of the basement into the main floor where my brother and sister-in-law lived. And I said, you guys, you guys, I'm gonna get married when I'm 34. I'm gonna know who I'm gonna marry. I'm God's gonna uh, pick me out of Boaz. I don't have to date. And I just remember their reaction was, oh, that's nice, honey. Nobody hears from God like that. And I said, I do, I did. And uh, they hugged me and they said, we're going to give you a hug every day while you're here. You know, single moms need that. And um, and that sounds exciting, but they really didn't know what to do with that. But I just kept declaring it with faith that um, God had picked out a Boaz for me. And um, and then when I turned 34 um, and, and parts of me had kept thinking, um, the old me was thinking, are you the one? Are you the one whenever I would see a man? And then I was reminded, nope, I don't have to look. I don't have to go out there. People were saying, I want to set you up with someone. No, don't have to be set up with anyone. God's bringing them. And then at 34, I met um, Janet, who is Chip's sister mm -hmm. in Indianapolis um, at a mutual birthday party. And Chip lived in California, but I lived in Indiana at the time. And and um, I had, throughout those two-year period, um, I had been becoming uh, more and more in love with Jesus. He was giving me so many experiences with him as I read his word. Um, he was teaching me who he was and who I was through him. He was giving me glimpses of... Um, what who a bride is and whenever i was with them i was seeing myself in a wedding dress marrying jesus loving jesus falling in love with him and um when i met janet she um had said oh i wish you could meet my brother but he lives in california mm -hmm. um but she set out to um create this blind date for us well in the meantime between 32 and 34 as i'm loving on jesus i also was in that car accident mm -hmm. and so when janet met me i was still actually on a walker because i was still learning how to use my legs and arms again wow. and um so i just knew that there was something here and i was ready to meet this blind date go on a blind date with um Janet's brother because I felt like God was like yes and it's time and and then I got to um eventually go on this date with with Chip as he came to town one, one day but Chip tell, tell us your side of the story <laughs> so so did Janet tell you like hey there's this girl I want you to meet like what was how did that happen on your um, own Okay, well, we we talk about this story in in the book, Your Beautiful Exchange, uh, in chapter seven. I come in in the last chapter in, in chapter <laughs> seven of this story, um, and it was a complete surprise to me. I had um, no idea 
that this was happening. Our, uh, I bring my kids to our family lake home. We have a house on a lake in Indiana that um, mm -hmm. me and my other three siblings own. Um, we bought it from my dad and um, my sister Janet. We've always been very close. Uh, you know, we've been a close knit family with my, my, I have two sisters, they're twins and a younger brother, John. So Janet and Julie are the twins and Janet. Um, so we all get together at the Lake Cottage and bring our kids. So it's kind of like a little family reunion. Uh, we call it family week. And um, I, um, it, it's an interesting how God spoke to me Mm -hmm. uh, prior to Janet even saying that there was a date coming up, but she waited till the last minute. She, I got no advance warning, and I'll tell you about that. But before, <laughs> about a month before, and that was June 28th of 2004, that were when we first met. But about a month before that, um, I was raising um, three kids. Um, I was a single dad. Kind of a similar thing happened. There was betrayal, a divorce. I'd been a single dad for um, 10 years. And, you know, I had, um, I was just thinking to myself, and I feel like God interrupted me. I was thinking, you know what, um, you know, I tried dating a couple of times in the, in that time space in the, in the last couple of years, and it just didn't work out. And I was like, look, I just, I think God just wants me to raise my kids. And when they're out of the house at 18, you know, then I can pursue a relationship, but I need to focus on being a dad and being yeah. the best dad I can be. And uh, I think what God kind of interrupted me, I, I heard this, you know, thought in my head that said, well, that's fine, Chip, but if you did meet that woman that was the perfect one, what would she be like? Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, I'll entertain that question. And I thought I came up with five things that I thought I wanted. And number one is she'd have a deep faith. She'd be a believer mm -hmm. and have a deep faith. It's got to have got to have that number one. Um, and then, um, where would she live? And, and, and I think when I had these little conversations, these little with God, it's it, usually he's asking the questions. Yeah. He's asking me questions. So where would she live? So, well, you know, I am from Indiana. Um, I have Midwestern values. I probably, you know, I need someone that I can click with that has similar values and, and Midwestern probably be someone in, from the Midwest or, or Indiana. Um, and then the, the third thing, um, well, how old would she be? I was uh, 43 at the time. And I thought, well, you know, she'd probably be 33, 34 in case, you know, we wanted to have oh, kids again. Um, no. you know, I thought that would be it. And then what would she do for a living? Well, she, she's got to love kids because I got three of them. So she'd probably be somebody who works with kids, probably a school teacher or something like that. Mm. And, uh, and the last thing, well, what would she look like? And I thought, well, if I'm designing a woman for my imagination, she'd be beautiful. And I, I like brunettes, so she'd be a brunette. And so I, I uh, went through that process and I just thought, well, you know, that's, I'll never meet anybody that fits that description, but you know, um, I kind of put it to bed. Well, a month later, um, when we came to Indiana with my kids and we were typically going to go on a, uh, like a, a cookout at home, I was excited and, you know, wanted to know what we're having for dinner. And she goes, Oh, sorry, no, no dinner for you tonight. Uh, I'm taking the kids out for pizza and you have a blind date. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, uh, who, what? I don't want to have a blind date. I just want to have a nice dinner with you guys. And she goes, no, I'm sorry. You know, you're, you know, you're not going to, I put up a little bit of a pushback there and, she said, well, you're not getting any dinner here, so you might as well go. So I said, oh, okay, and I'll go. Uh, and who did I meet on this blind day but a 
34-year-old Christian school teacher from Indiana who's a beautiful brunette. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so, and I, and it, I don't know if it really clicked right away, but I had to have, uh, so when we, after the blind date, it was about an hour, you know, dinner, I had to drive up to, uh, to a small town, uh, well, Anderson, Indiana, from Indianapolis is where, you know, my siblings live. And coming back, my sister said, how did it go? How did it go? And I said, well, I, you know, I think it went well. I, you know, she was great. We had a good conversation, um, but I'll never see her again, you know, cause I live in India. I live in California. She lives in Indiana. And she said, well, you know, why don't you invite her up to the lake this weekend and you can have another day. And I, so I said, well, do you think she would go? And little did I know they already had a conversation on the <laughs> phone prior to me even getting back to the house. And, and so, yeah, say she said that she Koi would would go if I asked her. So I I asked her to come and she came and that's when uh after that, you know, that that day together, uh I realized that those five things were there and so I had to have this conversation with God, what are you doing here? You know, what yeah. what are you up to? And I heard this um I asked what well, what should I do? You know, what how do we how are we going to manage this? And I heard this uh thought that came into me was ask her into a courtship mm -hmm. and I didn't really even know what a courtship was um but I think what I what I assumed it was was uh dating with a purpose yeah and so the I asked her the following weekend to bring her kids I wanted to meet them and see how that went and then um see if she would be interested in entering into a one-year exclusive courtship where we would just get to know each other and, and we did it by phone and email and one visit per month yeah. um, for the, for the, for the next year to see if we might have a future together. And she said, yes. She said, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, before yes. you say yes, there's one other thing. How would you feel about it if you didn't kiss your husband until your wedding day? And she yes. said, yes. She said, yes. <laughs> so that, that began the, uh, the, the, the one year courtship where we got to know each other. We vetted each other um, over the phone and through email. We did Bible studies together, read books together, um, got to know each other at a, at a kind of a heart and soul level. And um, I knew probably within the first three months that this is the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. Wow. And you guys so are we, got married, we got married on the, sorry. <laughs> you guys are making me cry. <laughs> I know I, I was getting choked up a little bit there, um, but we got married on the, uh, on the 365th day. <laughs> of our one year courtship on uh, July 7th, yeah. uh, seven, seven. And sevens were so, um, God was putting his hand all over our relationship and sevens popped up everywhere. So we had to get everywhere. married, had to get married on seven, seven. Yeah. <laughs> but if you add 2005 up together, those numbers yeah. equal a seven, right? Seven, yeah. And you guys just um, celebrated, no. right? 17 years? Yeah. 17 years. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. See, that's a, a seven, too. I know. And this <laughs> year, because probably because it's our 17th year anniversary, God's really put his finger on us sharing the story and, yes. and um, helping um, other people looking for their Boabs, looking for, um, or just, um, upgrading their own marriage marriages. Yeah. And also I think hearing from God too, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. that's what we, um, that's when we teach people a lot is just how do I, how do I hear from God? And, yeah. um, 
you know, you have to ask, you have to ask him. But uh, occasionally, like with me, the story I just told, he'll, I mean, he interrupted me, you know, like, mm -hmm. okay, well, you know, that's fine. But what about, have you given this consideration? So, but that's what we try to do. We try to help people um, hear from God, hear from the Holy Spirit and, um, and really create, you know, to understand who they are, who, cre who he created them to be. And, um, and, and understand what the purpose they have in, the, in their life. So we do mentor married couples uh, yes. and try to, we, I, we, you know, year, a couple of years ago, we realized that, you know, if God's got a plan and a purpose for every person, he probably has a plan for our marriage too. And mm -hmm. so we asked about that and we discovered, hey, there's a, we have a purpose for our marriage too. And yeah. it's really to help to save marriages. I mean, we both suffered through, a, you know, painful divorces. My parents were divorced. And when I was 11 years old and, we, don't, we wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's just, and it's not, you know, it's, it's painful for the kids too. There's a ripple mm -hmm. effect, but yeah. if we can, you know, save marriages, uh, you know, the, we have an enemy that wants to, you know, kill, steal and destroy yeah. and take out marriages, but we want to fight back. We want to help save marriages. So that's what we decided to do because we wanted, I wanted to do something together um, and not be apart. And so this is our, this is our purpose and our mission is to mentor people and to save marriages. Yeah, and, and that um, kind of blends into my, my last question about both of you mentor individuals and married couples, Your Beautiful Exchange. Yes, that's the name. It's called, it came out of her book. So first we wrote the book. Well, she wrote the book. I kind of edited it for about a year. <laughs> but uh, the book came out last November, and um, we got good response from it. And we started helping just friends um, who are having difficulty in their marriages. And for me, I just hit a milestone in my life of age 60 a year ago. And uh, probably six months before that, I asked God, what, what, you know, I'm entering the fourth quarter of my life, Lord, what do you want me spending the rest of my time on? And he gave me five things. Mm. And those were, um, you know, know who you are, you know, you know, your identity, um, know why you're here. Know, know, know the purpose I have for you. Know what purpose you have. Um, you need to have a vision for your life. That was number three. And number four, a mission to achieve it. To achieve it. And then also a, um, a vision for a legacy. So those mm -hmm. five things he gave to me. And so that's really a lot of what we teach in the mentoring program is to make mm -hmm. sure people know, you know, those things and can put a put a plan together for that and be able to hear from God. I'm, I'm not telling anybody what their purpose is. They have to hear that for themselves from the Lord. So that's what we do in our, in our mentorship. And um, that's a big, that's a huge part of it. Yeah. For me, I really want women to encounter Jesus. I have a passion yes. for helping women to know who he is in a very deep way and that's how he turned all of my brokenness into joy it's yeah. just his presence yeah and so i just have a heart that i want to help any hurting mm -hmm. woman who has been betrayed mm -hmm. or who has lost a child mm -hmm. these are deep deep wounds or who just don't know who they are how much they're loved and so jesus taught me how to find the truth in every circumstance, because we will automatically 
make up a story or see it a certain way. And God has another perspective on what we go through and it's so beautiful and there's a purpose. Yeah. And, and so I just find so much joy when someone can hear and sense and feel and see in the spirit to uh, just have that encounter. Cause you know, one encounter with the Lord, one hour in his presence can just heal years of pain. And so I love working with the, the woman. I first started um, just with some breakthrough sessions with women. And then that's when God was saying, hey, there's men attached to these women and um, and Chip was having the desire to come alongside and uh, minister too as well. And so together I can work with the woman and he can work with the man or we can work with both together. And just really, um, it's interesting how you present one issue, but when you both can listen and hear and see what the Lord has to say, um, then it's a whole another thing usually to, um, to, that he brings up that's deep and it's beautiful. And so for me, I bring in like, um, I don't know, an aspect of feelings and emotion. Mm -hmm. And then, and then Chip has my helps, uh, with the, the logic, the logic. and the intellect and the, yeah. So together, like we yeah. can, um, just really minister best. Yeah. For listeners that are resonating so much with all the stories that you guys are saying, and if they're in a situation right now that is in that place that they need some coaching, they need the healing, tell us where they can find you. Well, you can find us on, on the website, which is yourbeautifulexchange.com. And you can uh, contact us there. There's a, a mentoring application there they can fill out. Uh, if you if you click on the tab that uh, says mentor with us, I think is what it's called, or just mentoring. Yeah. Uh, so it, it gives each of, of us, gives, it tells a little bit about each of us, and then it, it tells some different programs that we do for individuals and for marriage mentoring. And really it doesn't have to be both the husband mm -hmm. and the wife. If just a lot of times, sometimes it's just, um, one of them that mm -hmm. really says, I need help yeah. and my spouse won't, you know, is, doesn't want to look for help. So, mm -hmm. but I will, and, and we can work with that. We can work with that person because really, um, it, this is not, I, I always say this little tagline, but it's not marriage counseling, it's marriage mm -hmm. transformation. And yeah. so marriage and the difference is, and we're not, we're not like psych psychologists or therapists, mm -hmm. but we try to in, introduce people to to hear from God. And so mm -hmm. we'll do this in, in a prayerful way. We're not really, whereas marital therapy or counseling is focused on solving problems. Yeah. Um, we look and we try for more reconnection and love with the connection with God and then connection later with each other um, to refill whatever, you know, and to release that, that pain that people have and those, those wounds. And yes. then, and, and so that they can kind of rekindle that love that they had for each other and see each other through God's eyes. And then there's forgiveness and acceptance. And, um, it, you know, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful exchange. You know, you're giving your junk yeah. and you're receiving, you know, a new vision from God on, on your marriage. So, you know, that's, that's what we do. 
So we work with, with singles too. And um, if it's a woman, it's going to be working with, they're going to be working with Quay. Mm -hmm. uh, if they're, and, and she, she has a, a whole breakthrough uh, program that she's certified in. We actually, we both are that help people to do inner healing yeah. um, and let go of the painful wounds so that they can be whole and live joyfully and not carry a lot of baggage around a lot of heavy baggage and depression from guilt and shame and, anger and fear and a lot of negative emotions that people you know want to release so that they can live with joy and peace and compassion and just live um at a higher emotional level yeah and how long is normally a coaching program with you guys yeah so the initially and, and what we're launching right now is the 40-day program so it's a 40-day marriage transformation that but it's also really an individual transformation. So it's an individual, a uh, single person can take it um, or someone who's married, but everybody, even if you're single, it doesn't mean you don't have relationships. You've got family relationships, you've got friend relationships, you have dating relationships. Yeah. So really it's about how to be a, a, you know, a good, you know, person in a relationship, whether you're a, a son or a, a friend or a daughter, um, but how to how to love and receive love and how to how to give and receive love unconditionally and how to see yourself how, how God sees how to accept yeah. yourself and forgive yourself and then to know your your true identity and, and hear from God on that identity being able to hear from God is the biggest thing mm -hmm. and then and hear from him on your purpose and then we help people write out their purpose statements and and a vision statement for their life and a mission yeah. to achieve it and you know this is what I want my life to look like because you know, God will, God tells us in the Bible that, you know, without a vision of people perish. So we want to yes. have a vision, a target to hit and a purpose, uh, which really helps to get you up in the morning and also helps mm -hmm. you to make decisions on what's important to, mm -hmm. to do and what's not, where do yeah. I spend my time? Because we can spend our time on a lot of urgent things that are not important, mm -hmm. but we seem to get sucked into that. We do it we, ourselves. We have to catch ourselves that we get sucked into a lot of urgent things that we have to take care of when you know, in the long run, is that really important? No, it's not really part of our purpose and part of our mission. So, wow. you know, we're going to, you know, put our time, you know, where it's best invested. And so I know a lot of people are going to be blessed. Quay, just tell us where they can buy your, your book. Yes. Um, I would love to sell my hardcover and that's at, um, from the website. It's mm -hmm. yourbeautifulexchange.com. And then I can autograph it and send it out. Um, but if if people don't want the hardcover, then they can get the ebook off of Amazon. There are a lot of colored pictures and a lot of activities mm -hmm. in the book. It's like a, a whole program in the book because mm -hmm. there's questions at the end of the chapter. Yeah. There are things to do at the um, one thing that God really impressed upon me for my own healing and mindset was um, declaring scripture, Bible verses, finding um, what I'm currently going through in the Bible, and then declaring his promises out loud with my mouth. So there's a lot of scriptures in the back of the book to do that based on what you're going through. And just a lot of ways that you can um, release and surrender things to have uh, your own beautiful exchange. So there's a lot of content in, in that book. And those are the two places that I have it right now. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I encourage you in your walk with God. Make sure to read the notes of today's show below and some special bonus links. 
This show is brought to you by GloriousImagination.com, where we help people gain freedom from self-imposed limitations through our one-on-one breakthrough sessions with God and a certified mind renewal facilitator. If you like today's episode, feel free to share with a friend who needs to hear this encouraging story, and make sure to leave us a review and comment on what you liked about today's episode. I'd really love to hear about it. So before I go, let me leave you with a word of encouragement, my friend, that you are not alone. God loves you, and He will never leave you or forsake you.